0: welcome to Torah for christians i'm rabbi jordan parr with thanksgiving this thursday i thought we'd spend a few moments listening to last year's episode about jews and thanksgiving i hope you enjoy it and next week we'll get back to our regular schedule with a discussion of king david have a happy thanksgiving enjoy the turkey or whatever else you eat spend time with your family and relax and enjoy God's bounty in this wonderful country of ours. Again, I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr. This is Torah for Christians. Happy Thanksgiving. Aren't you glad you're not a turkey? Join me as we discuss the interesting and, yes, controversial relationship between Judaism and Thanksgiving. I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr, and this is Torah for Christians. Welcome to Torah for Christians. I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr. We're going to lighten it up today and talk about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an American holiday that nearly everyone celebrates, including Jews. It's my favorite secular holiday. I love cooking the turkey and fixings for my family. Even better, I love serving the leftovers the next night for Shabbat dinner the only Shabbat of the year when we don't cook up something from scratch. American Jews have always had a particular affinity for this holiday. One reason is that many Jews believe that biblical Judaism influenced the pilgrims when they celebrated the first Thanksgiving. We're going to discuss this in just a second, but I do want to say that after our break, we will consider a related question. Can Jews celebrate a holiday with its roots in another faith? Related to that question, is Thanksgiving essentially a religious holiday? Let's go back to the first question. Did the Hebrew Bible directly influence the creation of Thanksgiving? We know that the pilgrims were separatists who broke from the established Church of England. Because of their Calvinist Puritan beliefs, These separatists, as they were also known, left England, first for the Netherlands and then for the New World. We also know that conditions in the New World were less than idyllic. The pilgrims arrived in Plymouth in September 1620, not in the late spring, as they had hoped. They did not have time to sow and harvest their crops, leaving them at the mercy of the elements and of the indigenous peoples surrounding them. According to their journals, most members of the settlement died during that horrible winter. The survivors, though, were able to persevere, and so in December 1621, they celebrated a day of giving thanks, the first Thanksgiving 400 years ago. While President George Washington proclaimed the first national day of Thanksgiving, it was not until Abraham Lincoln fixed the date as November 26, that the holiday began to be celebrated regularly. President Franklin Roosevelt later declared that the fourth Thursday in November would always be known as Thanksgiving Day, and so it is today. Any debate over the relationship between the Pilgrims and the Indigenous peoples, or about what they ate at their first Thanksgiving, or whether we should be calling this wonderful holiday Friendsgiving, is beyond the scope of our discussion. But we can still ask the first question, how did the Hebrew Bible influence the pilgrims? And is there a link between the Bible and Thanksgiving? The pilgrims, an offshoot of the Puritans who had come to dominate the colonies of New England, divided the laws of the Hebrew Bible into two categories. According to Diana Muir Applebaum, the author of Thanksgiving, An American Holiday and American History, she defines moral law, which applied to everybody, as laws like Sabbath observance. Ceremonial laws, on the other hand, are biblical mitzvot, such as kashrut, sukkot, and other holidays. These applied only to Jews. According to this interpretation, the pilgrims would not have declared their Thanksgiving to be a version of sukkot, Rather, they would have declared a day of Thanksgiving just as their biblical ancestors had. Rabbi Jeffrey Salkin writes in a different a different tale in his blog, Martini Judaism. Rabbi Salkin recounts that William Bradford, the leader and eventual governor of the Plymouth Settlement, unsurprisingly had a copy of the Bible with him. Folded into that Bible was a writing by the Puritan theologian Henry Ainsworth. Ainsworth had listed the times when one should offer thanks. The sick, when he is healed. The prisoner, when he is released out of bonds, They that go down to sea, when they are come up to land. And wayfaring men, when they are come to the inhabited land. Obviously, the pilgrim's survival in the New World merited giving thanks. But what is interesting, according to Rabbi Salkin, is the source of this quote. Ainsworth references a man named Maimonides, who was in fact none other than the Spanish Jewish theologian and legalist Moses Maimonides. Maimonides had written these words centuries earlier in his Laws of Thanksgiving, a chapter within the legal code called the Mishneh Torah. Ainsworth somehow had obtained an English translation of Maimonides' work, which found its way into Bradford's Bible. It's clear that the pilgrims did not consider their Thanksgiving a new Sukkot. Both scholars agree about that. But if Bradford indeed was following the advice of Moses Maimonides, then the Jewish connection to Thanksgiving is not found in the Torah, but in later halakha, Jewish law, that the pilgrims might have considered themselves the modern Israelites, leaving their spiritual slavery in Europe and crossing the Atlantic, their Red Sea, In order to practice their faith and freedom, a modern exodus experience is a metaphorical connection. But their grounding and offering thanksgiving, thanksgiving with a small t, might very well be found in the writings of a 13th century Spanish-born legalist and theologian who eventually lived in Cairo and was physician to the vizier, Moses Maimonides. Jews, and I would also offer Christians as well, should forget about calling Thanksgiving a new Sukkot and instead come together and celebrate our shared theological imperative to give thanks when thanks are due. Before we carve the turkey, though, we should look at the second question that I posed earlier. Is it halakhically permissible for Jews to celebrate Thanksgiving at all? I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr, and this is Torah for Christians. Welcome back to Torah for Christians. I'm Rabbi Jordan Parr. Before we return to our discussion of Thanksgiving, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Please remember to review and rate this episode on Apple, Spotify, or whatever service you are using. And I'm pleased to announce that we are now on Facebook Podcasts with a weekly Facebook Live recording session coming up in the very near future. You'll be able to get an advanced peek at the next episode, unedited and with unintended commentary. Just go to the Tour for Christians Facebook page and start listening. Also, please go back and listen to previous episodes if you have not done so already. We have covered a lot of material so far, and I look forward to what is to come. Is it permissible for a Jew to celebrate Thanksgiving? Let me bury the lead before we begin and say that all but the most traditional Jews celebrate this holiday. The turkey may be kosher, there may not be any dairy in the pie, and certainly no pork sausage in the dressing, but we Jews can still celebrate with abandon, like celebrating July 4th our immigrant forebears associated Thanksgiving with being a true American. But there has been controversy about celebrating the holiday in traditional Jewish circles. When President Roosevelt fixed the date of Thanksgiving, it was at a time when the Eastern European immigrant generation was slowly giving way to the first generation of American-born Jews. These Jews many of whom served honorably and admirably in our armed forces during World War II, came to identify celebrating Thanksgiving with being an American. To them, it literally would have been un-American to skip the celebration. So what was the problem? There is a law in Judaism agreed upon by all streams that Jews should not emulate Gentile customs. This prohibition goes back to Leviticus 18.3. You shall not copy the practices of the land of Egypt where you dwell or of the land of Canaan to which I am taking you, nor shall you follow their laws. Judaism is naturally concerned that adopting such practices will lead to idolatry and forsaking the one true God. The question of whether Jews should erect Christmas trees in their homes is but one example of this edict. Other examples of not emulating Christian traditions would be to avoid any recognition of Easter or even not going trick-or-treating on Halloween. Although for decades, the kids have held sway and have gone trick-or-treating on All Hallows' Eve, no matter what we rabbis say. But there has never been a prohibition against celebrating Independence Day on July 4th, unless it falls on Shabbat, or of commemorating Memorial Day or Veterans Day, and we take great pains to remember our parents on Mother's Day and Father's Day. These are truly secular holidays. Thanksgiving though is not necessarily a secular holiday according to some Jewish theologians. These rabbis give Thanksgiving a Christian backdrop, especially because they were well aware of their puritanical origin, which loved the Hebrew Bible but not necessarily the Jews who lived it. Yep, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, one of the greatest orthodox legal scholars of the 20th century, declared several times that Thanksgiving is a secular holiday. In 1953, he declared that while we should not schedule weddings on Christian holidays because it would be in poor taste and force non-Jews to work on one of their most sacred days, he does allow for weddings to take place on July 4th and on Thanksgiving because he declares them secular holidays. And in a ruling that gave me great pleasure when I read it in advance of this podcast, he declared that eating turkey and fixings on Thanksgiving is not considered emulating Christian practices. He also correctly noted that even eating a Thanksgiving feast is not obligatory It is simply a pleasure. While not all Orthodox scholars agree with Rabbi Feinstein, his rulings have become normative. Jews of all streams will gather on Thanksgiving Day to celebrate our bounty, and most important, express our gratitude to God for our food and for living in a country that has from its beginnings protected religious freedom. Let me then express my gratitude to you for listening to Torah for Christians since we began this podcast series. Let me also wish you and yours a wonderful Thanksgiving. May it herald a joyous holiday season for Jews and Christians alike. And may this Thanksgiving also be the start of greater dialogue and respect between our great faiths. I am Rabbi Jordan Parr, and this is Torah for Christians.